Hey, tech leads. How much do you read on the internet about the tech lead role? This week, I'll give you the rundown on some of my favorite posts and some of my own thoughts about them. Welcome to the Tech Lead Coaching Podcast. My name is Michael Rice, and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I try to bring you some useful stuff you can put to use today to make you more effective in the role, whether you're brand new or even if you're highly experienced. Tech Leads, it's Monday, November 4th, 2019. The year is 2019. This is episode number 69. We're getting pretty far along on this on this journey. But I have bad news for you. Here in the States and probably lots of other countries, in the at least in the northern hemisphere, we've started this horrible scourge on humanity called daylight savings time or whatever it is. Whatever it is, it needs to stop. I think here in California, we're in the process of it, but it can't come soon enough. It's like pitch black at 4.59 p.m. already. Anyway, this week, we're going to take a little break from coming up with original ideas. Maybe it's because I need a little extra sleep from the daylight savings time. But we're going to take a little break from original content. And I'm going to rely a little bit on some of other people's original ideas on the tech lead role. And give it a pass it along to you and see what it can do for you in your role. The Tech Lead Coaching Podcast is a podcast for early tech leaders like you, whether you're a tech lead, a hands-on engineering manager, or even a startup CTO. You need this podcast because first-line tech leads and manager roles are hugely challenging, but they're also a huge opportunity in your career. My goal is to bring you clarity on what you're supposed to do, certainty in how to do it, and confidence that you're going to be successful. If you're wondering why these podcasts sound so low budget, it's because they're low budget and I'm recording them in my garage. (laughs) They're also a place where I'm trying to float some ideas to you. I'm trying to imagine that you're sitting here in the garage with me and we're talking about tech leadership topics and things that I think could be useful for you, things you can put to use right away in your tech leadership. But really, I'm just testing out some ideas. The more comprehensive ideas, the more well thought out stuff is going to show up on the tech lead coaching newsletter, which you can get at, I tell you what, I used to give you the Substack link. Why don't I give you from now on, I've got a new, I, this weekend I did a little house cleaning, go to techleadcoaching.com and there's kind of an onboarding process you can go through. Give it a shot. Tell me how it goes. I think it's a little bit more engaging than I had before. So just seriously try it out and let me know. All right, Tech Leads, let's get into it. This week, we're going to dissect some of the leading stuff out there on the internet about being a tech lead because I'm obviously not the only voice, nor am I only the only path to being an effective tech lead. And besides, I think we can learn a lot from it together. I've obviously read tons and tons of stuff. This will be kind of fun where I can go through and really dissect it line by line and really think about what the authors are trying to say and relay them to you. Today, we're going to decompose Techie to Tech Lead, My Five Biggest Mistakes. This is from Peter Gillard Moss at ThoughtWorks. ThoughtWorks is also the shop that produced Peter Qua, or Patrick, I'm sorry, Patrick Qua, who wrote the, uh, one of the, probably the seminal Tech Lead books that I'll link to in this, in this uh, show notes. Anyway, I trolled his LinkedIn. It looks like he has a similar path through tech leadership 
similar to mine, not definitely not the same, but similar in the sense that he was kind of dancing with this individual contributor to tech lead role back and forth. Right. But anyway, he has a very well thought out post with some very hard won insights. In fact, they're the kind of hard won insights that you might not recognize until you hit a certain maturity or experience level like I have. Not that I'm the most experienced or most mature, just that you get to a certain point in your life where you've gone through these processes and you're like, oh my God, as simple as that insight sounds, it's it's brilliant. And like I said, trolling is LinkedIn. I think we're kind of in the rough, roughly the same spot in our careers. Anyway, he says he was, quote, or quote, early in his career, he was eager to become a lead because he was very confident of his, of his technical capabilities. Quote unquote. But over the next two years, the experience and reality of leading a team put me off leadership completely. In fact, quote, for the next several years after, I retreated into the security of technology, shunning any opportunity to take on more responsibility. Unquote. This is something I worry about with you guys most days of the week or most of the people listening to this. And then, quote, as he, or basically, I'm sorry, not quote, but as he moved up in his career, quote, as I've coached and mentored other leads, I've learned that some of my mistakes weren't unique to me, but are common among technologists who move into leadership. So I thought that that was super, that was just a great intro. And now he's got five mistakes that he enumerates. Let's go through them, okay? So grab some coffee. Or uh, if you're here in L.A. with me driving in traffic, just kind of chill out. You'll get through that. You'll get across the 405 eventually. So mistake one is thinking technical capability is the basis of leadership, quote unquote. Thinking technical capability is the basis of leadership. Now here's a direct quote. He says, someone's technical ability is often one of the biggest factors when choosing them as leaders. It's also certainly the most visible factor. And here began my first mistake, conflating that ability with the entitlement to lead. So here's, here's kind of the big idea here. He says, when you're, and it's something that we talk about a ton on this podcast and I write a lot about, it's the idea that if you're thinking of yourself and your self-worth as being an individual contributor as like, your leadership is grounded in this idea that you are the most technical person in the room. It's going to cause you to really struggle to understand your worth. And it's going to really aggravate any kind of like imposter syndrome you have. In fact, this, this idea has been around so long that sometimes I forget that this (laughs) even really still exists. Or I feel a little surprised when I come across people acting like this. It's because honestly, it's, it's such an immature point of view but I know there are still millions and millions of you out there still stuck in this phase. I get it because I was there too. And you can really feel it sometimes when you're talking to like a junior individual contributor who seemingly is hung up on leadership and competence about making the incorrect technical choices um, without the IC or the junior IC truly understanding all of the 
the compromises are the full context of why choices were made. You can really feel the heat sometimes from like really junior, really passionate junior ICs who really want to get it done. I get it. It's totally cool. I was there. I love it. I love the heat. I love the fire. But when you're stepping into a leadership role, if you feel that heat and that fire coming from underneath, it's pretty uncomfortable. If you feel like you need to bring the most fire in the room, right? So I I totally get that. Um, And you feel it really strongly in startup cultures where there just really aren't enough humans running around the place to really get the diversity of thought, of technical leadership, um, collaboration, just all the different points of view, all the diversity of points of view. So mistake number two is he says, quote unquote, I focused on tech when I should have broadened my capabilities. Obviously, this is something I make a big deal about in my four core. But he talks about being how he was so excited about his first tech lead role and bringing lots of new technologies and ideas and practices to the team. But he found out that stuff like meetings, perf reviews, recruiting, budgets, Excel spreadsheets, all that stuff was super lame. And then the important point that he makes in this section, and like I said, I'll link to this article in the show notes, but he makes this important point in this, in this kind of subheading about focusing on the tech when he was supposed to focus on other things is when you start to look at those other things and, and you get uncomfortable, it's easy to fall into that trap of seductive new technologies, right? Like it's easy to find a hello world example that just works. And we have mastery over things like technology compared to like leadership things that we don't have mastery over. So here's this great quote here. Let me quote it at length. It says, quote, technical ability isn't the only basis for suitability for a leadership role. Alongside technical prowess are many other strengths from influencing and persuading to coaching to understanding processes to being a trusted advisor to dealing with complexity to strategic thinking and many more. These competencies are much less visible and are probably needed in more nuanced ways throughout the working day and week. So, unquote. I think this is a very, very powerful point. And it's a super hard one insight because when you're in the trenches, you just don't notice how you're drawn to the tech and you're drawn to thinking that focusing on the really technical stuff, as much as the, your role as a tech lead is still heavily, heavily technical. But thinking that that is your only um, or your only value in your career just really distracts you. I always use this example of the El Paso de Juarez <laughs> walk. Um, I don't even know if it's true. It was like back in the days before you could really Google the stuff to figure out if it was true or not. I haven't even bothered to Google it yet. But my story was I was on a business trip in El Paso and some folks were going to Juarez for the night to get some dinner and party and stuff like that. And so there was supposed to be the stretch of land between El Paso and Juarez that was neither American territory nor Mexican territory. And the idea was you just had to run from one side to the other, or you just wouldn't cross it, right? You might venture out a little bit and then you'd like retreat to American territory, retreat to Mexican territory, I suppose. So that's the what I call the chasm. And I think his mistake where he says, you know, I focus too much on the tech when I should have broadened my capabilities. I think that's that's the retreat in the chasm that I always talk about. 
All right. Mistake number three. He said, I quote, and you can see the theme here, right? It's, watch this. He says, quote, I continue to see myself as an individual producer. He talks about giving, feeling like he was totally overworked because he still needed to produce code and work his own user stories. So, quote, he says, quote, if you look at any delivery team, and this is super great, by the way. So, anyway, quote, if you look at the, any delivery team, you can see the main goal is to maximize the amount of value produced. In this light, there are two main activities in the team, those that directly produce value and those that work to maximize the impact of what is produced. I think that's super awesome. And he says, one indicator that you might be focusing too much on the producing value versus the directing the the impact of the value, we talked a lot about impact last week, right? One indicator that you might be doing it a little bit wrong is when you're feeling like the time management, um, the competition and time management between non-technical work, quote unquote, and technical work is causing you a lot of stress. And hey, look, I endlessly made this mistake. I bounce back and forth from IC to TL to IC. I get it. Like it happens. Um, and it took me forever to grasp the idea that my role was to have a different kind of impact. It wasn't just to sit in a meeting. It was to have a different kind of impact. And we talked a little bit about it last week, right? But again, when you go back and look on LinkedIn or log in, or lo- in, if you log, look on LinkedIn or log, log into um, Indeed, you're going to see an endless sea of engineering opportunities, not just for tech leads or even fewer for management. You're going to see a ton of, of engineering opportunities. So it's easy to get distracted in terms of what the true value is out there. And then finally, he's got mistake number four. Actually, he's got two more. I'm sorry. Mistake number four is, quote, I wanted to know and control everything when I needed to empower others. And he has this great story of like watching every commit on the source control and pairing up with developers to try to improve the code on maybe a small point, which ended up taking a few days. It was like the developer had committed some kind of procedural code when he thought it should be more object oriented. Bear with me here. Rewind a few decades. But meanwhile, two other developers were making a bigger architectural change that ended up breaking a bunch of stuff. So here was the, here was our author in his early days focusing on the smaller points when there were some bigger points happening that he was overlooking. And basically the problem is that you can't be involved in everything that's happening. And it's hard to know where to focus your energy. And so he's got this great quote. He says, quote, as a tech lead, I had to trust others with the responsibilities and focus on the most important things. Sometimes that would mean ignorance and other times it would mean that things weren't done exactly the way I would choose to do, to do them, or even that they were done in a less than ideal way. My, now, my thoughts here, notice he didn't use the word micromanagement. <laughs> I don't think micromanagement is bad in every context, but there's something seductive about it. And, you know, focusing on, like I said a lot last week, smoke is, focusing on the small things distracts us from focusing on the bigger things that matter more. But also then focusing on the small things that we understand and can control can tend to reduce our anxiety. But we don't notice how that holds us back as a lead. And obviously micromanagement is one of the biggest cited frustrations of uh, developers as well. 
All right, number five. He says, quote, I didn't recognize that the signals changed. Again, this is a very, very nuanced point, um, and it's definitely a hard-won insight, so listen. He explains how he was frustrated. He gives an example. He says, quote, I would coach developers on TDD, right, test-driven development, but one iteration in, everyone had given up. Everything felt like a tr- like a talking shop where nothing got done, and I felt increasingly frustrated and despondent. Then he leads to a point that I make quite often, quote, our brains release endorphins every time, well, I should back up. I, I make this point a lot about software engineers, and this is very much a software engineer or a technical person's brain, right? Quote, our brains release endorphins every time a build passes where a story goes to production, and cortisol when the build breaks or we detect a story stuck is, quote, in development. But when you move into a leadership role, the signals come from other places. But, I know I'm quoting it like here, one more quote. Quote, when moving into leadership roles, we need to look out for and learn the other signals. If we want to change direction, we must influence others. We must learn to see the signals that tell us who understands our ideas and whether they're convinced and supportive or skeptical. I think that's just like an amazingly powerful insight. This is really insightful stuff. Um, You need to go, you really need to uh, work it into, I, I need to work it into more of my own stuff and eventually you need to work it into your stuff you'll figure this out. It's the, you just have to develop the sixth sense for it. Kind of like you do with code. You, you know, the code smells, you'll learn the, I don't want to use the word leadership smells, but you'll, you'll learn, you'll learn how to find that, that kind of spider sense, that spidey sense, that sixth sense, you'll get there. So anyway, I'll link to the show notes in this article. It's, it's, it's actually pretty long. I would highly recommend you read it. Super insightful, very hard one insights, as I've said a few times. Think it correlates pretty well to this kind of stuff I tell you to do. And uh, definitely read it. All right, Tech Leads, thanks for listening. That was a pretty long monologue on my part, but I'm glad you're still here with me. We're on this mission together. We're trying to figure out the tech lead, hands-on EM, startup CTO thing where there's a lot of expectation, but usually too little support. So thank you for taking me on this journey with you. Got lots of free stuff for you. We got the free email list. Got the tech lead coaching network, which I'm trying to pull together. If you're in LA and want to come to me or come visit me on a tech lead workshops or even just grab some coffee, let me know. You can download the free ebook, How to Be a Tech Lead on LeanPub. Um, no matter what I, no matter what I want to hear from you, I have a new this weekend. I've been kind of working up some, doing some house cleaning. Why don't you try the new website at techleadcoaching.com. It's got kind of a type form based on ramp, ask you some questions, see how you want to get engaged if you do it all. But I would love it if you do. Um, but no matter what you do, definitely want you to engage with me. Want to hear from you. Go out and make the most of this opportunity, Tech Leads. It's a huge step up in your career. You're going to do great. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. And it's Monday. We've got a whole week in front of us. So make the most of it, Tech Leads. Mm